Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. You know, I heard recently that with all the lockdown and all the fear uh, that is in the media, um, you know, people are starting to wonder, man, you know, the, this, this word, that there's this headline that keeps being repeated, keeps blaring everywhere, which is, is Christmas being cancelled? And I want you to know that, you know, Christmas can't be cancelled because Christmas is about Jesus. Uh, or some people I overheard uh, in, in our neighborhood even said that, you know, with all these travel restrictions, you know, what is Christmas anymore? And, 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 and I thought that, you know, that's such a great question. And 2020, if, if I could sum up 2020 in one word, it would be revelation. You know, 2020 has been such a revelation. I believe that God has used the pandemic, has used the environment, not a good environment, um, but he has used all these things to really reveal what's been inside of us. You know, the fear that's been inside of us, um, the, the, the mindset that's been inside of us, um, you know, how we uh, view church, how we view work, uh, how we view life. You know, all of these has been revealed uh, by the circumstances in 2020. And, and so, you know, I also believe that this year, Christmas, uh, you know, God is revealing in us again, you know, what, what, what has Christmas become? You know, to many people in this country, as I'm reading the news, uh, Christmas has been, um, you know, has it suddenly become uh, traveling. It has suddenly become holiday, um, family time, shopping. And, and I'm not saying all these things are wrong, but at the same time, at the core, this is not what Christmas is about. So I thought that it'd be apt if we talked a little bit about Christmas. And so I want to talk to us uh, or, or help us to answer the question, what is Christmas? And I've got three points to encourage you this morning on what is Christmas. And the first point is this, Christmas is God with us. That's right. You know, Christmas is it's not about the shopping. It's not about, you know, uh, the, the, the material things that we have. Recently, I was talking to a neighbor and we're, I was just exchanging, you know, uh, niceties and just asking, how's everything? And you know, she said that, you know what, uh, as long as I have a roof over my head, as long as I've got money in the bank, as long as I still have my job, uh, I cannot complain. Uh, and, 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 and that is a, a good way. That is a very a thankful and grateful uh, a mindset to have. But church, I can do you better. As long as we have God with us, we can't complain. Amen. You know, because that's essentially what Christmas is. You know, why do you turn with me to, to Matthew chapter 1, verse 23? Matthew 1, 23 says this, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. If Christmas can be summed up, it's really God with us. It's not about the manger. It's not about, you know, the animals in the barn or, or however we like to imagine uh, the, the first Christmas to be like. But the first Christmas and every Christmas has is really about God with us. The truth is, God came near. And that's why I say Christmas can never be canceled because Jesus already came. He came he lived, he loved, and he conquered death. 
And because of that, Christmas is here forevermore. Christmas is, is a remembrance. It's a day for us to remember again that we live because God is with us. We celebrate because God is with us. You know, we, we, we give and we serve our communities because God first came near. And that's a powerful thing because God loved us so much. He didn't demand us to, to draw near to him. He drew near to us. He didn't look at the world and saw how messed up it was and go like, ew, I'm not going anywhere near that. Just like a lot of you, you know, you were out on the streets loving people, you know, uh, just embracing people because God first came near. And I want us to understand that again. I want us to be reminded again of that fact. What is Christmas? Christmas is about God with us. Because He is with us, we can smile. Because he, he is with us, you know, everything is possible. I know right now the news might be saying that the borders are closed or closing. But I want you to know, with God with us, the borders might be closed, but heaven is open. Amen. Some, some news are coming out. Travel bans. Certain countries are saying now that, you know, do not go to the UK or UK, you're not allowed to come to us. And, and, and with God with us, then the only travel ban in place is hell. Amen. You know, because of God, you know, heaven is open to us and hell is banned. That's the power of God with us. That's the power of Christmas. Amen. What is Christmas? Christmas is also about God involving us. That's right. You know, I want us to turn to Luke chapter 2, uh, verse 8 to 18. Luke 2, 8 to 18 says this. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest, in excelsis Deo, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Amen. Why did I say God involving us? Because shepherds, you know, before you know, those of us who live in a city, we, we sometimes we have this romanticized view of the farm life. Oh, wow, farmer out in the wilderness, so nice. Oh, shepherd, you know. 
But the truth is, at that time, shepherds were were not, you know, uh, a highly skilled profession. They they were not the cream of the crop. In fact, they were opposite. Many times, shepherds were considered to be lowly, to be uneducated and undesirable people. You know, people that were sent. You know, because shepherds, you take after the sheep, uh, look after the sheep. You've got to be out in the in the wilderness, out in the countryside, out far away from people. And that's usually where they sent the troublemakers. That's where they sent people that they wanted least contact with. That's why in the Old Testament, when you read about King David, uh, you know, before he had his spotlight uh, fighting Goliath, you know, he was out taking care of his father's sheep. And when the prophet Samuel came to anoint the future king, you know, the father didn't even see fit to get him back in until the prophet Samuel had to say, wait a second, there's still one more kid. Where is he? Well, I just got one more little little young one out there taking care of the sheep. You know, maybe that spoke of, I don't know, David's uh, 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 curious nature, rebellious nature. But whatever it is, you know, shepherds, you know, in the proper ancient context uh, were not viewed highly. And I don't know what this year has been. Maybe you felt like a shepherd. Maybe you felt like you were, that this was the lowest of the low year for you. Maybe the fatigue has set in. Maybe the lockdown has got you down. And like a shepherd, you were afraid. Like the shepherd, you were seen as low and not wanted, you know. Uh, and yet, Jesus, in his first birthday, you know, it wasn't exactly a birthday party, but the angels, invited the shepherds. Think about it for a moment. You know, many times we think that, oh, the wise men were there. No, the wise men came after, you know, in Matthew 2, it says that they came after uh, uh, when Jesus had, had, you know, maybe it was a toddler because it took them some time to come. But on the night, on the night, biblically, besides, you know, Joseph and Mary, and, and it was really just the shepherds. So think about it. Of all the people God chose to invite to his first birthday party, it was the shepherds, people who society considered lowly uh, shepherds, society considered them uneducated, not your posh type. You know, maybe they hung around with sheep and, you know, they, they, they smelled like the farm and not in a good way. And yet they were the only ones invited in. And, and, and maybe that's an encouragement to you. Hey, you, God loves you and God wants to involve you. That's right. God is not only with us, but God involves us. Christmas is about God involving us, the lowly us, uh, to come and see so that we can go and tell. And that's what the shepherds did. They came to see. They were invited by angels. Go see. You will find a baby and, and, and in swaddling cloths, that's the Savior. And they, they went, they saw, and they went, and they tell. And, and, and I want us to be encouraged by this fact. Maybe some of us, you this year has been such a bummer. <laughs> this year has been such a discouragement for you. But friends, why don't you come? Come again. Draw near again to the presence of God. And see for yourself what Christmas is really about. It's about God coming near and God extending his hand of invitation to those that would never consider themselves invited to any party. That's you, friends. And God is saying that you who look down at yourself, hey, look up. 
Now go and tell. And so let that be an encouragement for you this year and for the year to come that God wants to involve you. God wants to involve all of us to preach His good news, to be His hands, His feet, like many of you have been uh, in, in, in acts who have gone out to love. And, and in fact, some are still uh, loving and serving. You know, we have an amazing church in Acts, Edinburgh, and uh, a lot of them are doctors there. In fact, I know this weekend, the so-called Christmas weekend, a lot of them are working as doctors in the hospitals, taking care of people uh, in, 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 and just nursing people back to health. You know, that's their Christmas cheer. That's, that's, that's them serving the community. That, that's them uh, being involved by God uh, to, to, to love. Amen. And so I want to encourage you. Don't forget, Christmas is not about the shopping. It's about God involving us. That is a greater gift uh, than any gift we can receive. What is Christmas? My last point is this. Christmas is, and it's very obvious, God loving us. Amen. John 3, 16, very famous scripture says this, For God so loved the world, that whoever who believes in him shall not perish, but receive eternal life. In fact, sometimes we forget that, wait a second, it's so much more than that. In fact, it is for God so loved the world that he gave. We, 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 we tend to think that, you know, oh, you know, uh, for God so loved the world that whoever believes, we think that faith is about believing and receiving, but Christmas is about God loving and God giving. John 3, 16 in its entirety reads this, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but receive everlasting life. Amen. That is God loving us. God showing us that, hey, you know, I, I'm not just about you believing I'm not just about you receiving. I'm not just about you having faith. If there's one thing you should have faith in, it's the love of God and God's capacity to love you. I don't know who you are tuning in. And maybe this year, you know, you felt like you've disappointed God. Maybe this year, you know, you felt like you have run away from God uh, because of the lockdown, because of different things. Maybe this year you've become disillusioned disappointed at God due to the different things that have happened. But friends, I want you to just remember again, Christmas is not about performance. Christmas is not about religion. Christmas is about God loving us. Amen. And it's a beautiful picture because, of course, later on in, in Matthew 2, we read about, you know, the wise men, the, the kings coming to offer gifts to Jesus and to worship him. Uh, but in short, the first Christmas is also not just about the wise man. It's, it's, it's about everyone. You know, I, I wrote here, God loves the shepherd, the, 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 the blue collar. Uh, God loves the white collar, the wise man. God loves the poor, you know, the shepherds who didn't come bearing gifts. They just came to admire. And God loves the rich, the the, the wise men who were able to give, you know, myrrh, frankincense, and gold. God loves the troubled teen. I can imagine Mary. Can you imagine if God one day in your quiet time says that I'm going to use you, you're going to be supernatural, be of child. 
Can you imagine for the nine months, even though you knew what God is doing and you know the truth that what you carry within you is from God, doesn't change the fact that people will perceive you, oh, that's a troublemaker, that's a teenage pregnancy, that's a single mom. But God loves them all. Whether it's a single mom or a troubled teen, God loves them all. God loves even Joseph. You know, can you imagine being put in Joseph's shoe? You know, you're getting ready to be married and then suddenly your fiance says, I'm with child and I promise it's, it's God. And, you know, first of all, it took great faith for him to even believe that and God definitely helped reveal that to him. Um, but I can only imagine, you know, no matter how you, you, you slice it, nobody wants to let their fiancé, let their wife give birth in a manger. You know, you, you will want at least a, 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 a nice hospital or at least, you know, a, a clean room. And for me, Joseph speaks, or at least one angle of looking at Joseph is a, a father who is struggling to provide. I must only imagine what Joseph must be feeling on the inside. This is the Lord and I can't even give him a room to arrive. I can only have a manger and there's that struggle of insecure, not good enough, not giving enough, not, not, not being man enough. And yet God loved them all. Whether you are struggling, God loves you. Whether you are troubled, God loves you. Whether you have a lot, God loves you. Whether you have a little, God loves you. Whether you're somebody, God loves you. Whether you're nobody, God loves you. Christmas, let's not forget, it's not about making more memories, eating turkey or planting the Christmas tree, planting, uh, decorating the Christmas tree. It's about God loving us. Amen. And I pray that this can be an encouragement for you today, you know, because I know that this is an unusual Christmas for many people. But when we go back to the basics, we realize that, you know what? Christmas is not canceled because God is with us. Christmas is not about me, but God involving us to be a blessing to all. Christmas is about God loving us regardless of the year I had, regardless of how I performed this year, regardless of how much faith or how little faith I have, God loves us. No matter how troubled your past might be, God loves us. No matter how or what your status in life might be, God loves all and He loves us equally. Amen. You know, as I bring things to a close, uh, before I pray for all of us, I also would like to give an invitation for people who could be watching this for the first time. Friends, I want you to know that you are precious. And you know what? When you have Jesus, Christmas is never cancelled. But when you don't have Jesus, you might have never celebrated Christmas at all. Regardless of how much turkey you've eaten, how many presents you receive, or how many holidays you've taken, or how much shopping you've done. Without Jesus... It's not Christmas. And so maybe the best thing you can do this year is to come back to the true meaning of Christmas. Could it be that God, I'm not saying that God orchestrated this year to be punishing to humankind, but maybe God is trying to use uh, the, the, the lockdown, the restrictions to bring us back to basics and back to remembering that, you know what, what is Christmas? Christmas is about Jesus drawing near, involving us, 
to love the people around us. Would you let Jesus in? Amen. Don't make the same mistake that the, the, the people in Bethlehem made the first time when they didn't give Jesus room at the inn. Would you make room for Jesus this year? Would you let him in? Amen. He is truly the reason for the season. And once Jesus is in you, like I said, you know, he is there to stay forevermore. And your life is transformed forevermore. And Christmas is every day from this day forth. Amen. God bless you. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the gift of Christmas. Thank you, Lord, that you have used us and made us a blessing. And thank you, Lord, for involving us in your mission to love mankind. Thank you, Lord, that no matter whether we're tuning in uh, alone in our rooms or with family, the Lord, we are never truly alone. You are always with us. And not only with us, you love us. And so, God, I also just want to pray a special blessing over everyone. God, I pray that in this year's Christmas, your love will overflow. Your peace will overflow. Your joy will overflow into the lives of everyone watching in. And, and just fill us, Lord, again, with just the knowledge of your love and of your goodness. Friends, God is good. Friends, God loves you. Remember that. Cherish that. For that is Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you'd like to invite Jesus into your heart, in a while, we're going to have a prayer read and I want you to echo that in your heart and invite Jesus in. And I pray that this will be the most powerful Christmas in your life ever. In Jesus' name, God bless you. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.